Um, so everyone, welcome back to our continuation of uh, the Two-Headed Serpent. Uh, unfortunately, due to uh, my or our our screw up, whatever, whoever, um, uh, we do not have a recording of the last session, which was when we picked up after leaving uh, Bolivia. Mm -hmm. uh, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, we didn't really have that much content uh, due to some tech errors, and then so it's probably not a major loss. Um, so, but basically, guys, go ahead. Familiar with that game called the Untitled Goose Game, where you just play a asshole goose that runs around messing with people in a town. It was kind of like that, but I was drinking Grey Goose, and I didn't <laughs> nice. remember to download the stuff. So that's kind of really. We found out how much vodka was too much vodka. Apparently, it's like three <laughs> or four glasses. So, in the name of science, uh, there we go. I just had to fill in the blanks there, Jeff. Well, the other um, thing too. Is, oh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> sorry, this is why I mute myself. Go, go. All right. So all I was going to contribute was that the goose probably got in the internet wires somehow because my router went down so many times during that session that I was chopping up like crazy. But I do remember. Um, spending an inordinate amount of time fashioning switchblades into my boots. Um, we actually passed a mechanical check with the with the with the help of D. So yeah, so I, I am equipped with um, four <laughs> serpent switchblades in the toes of my steel boots. You're like an antagonist in Roadhouse now. <laughs> yes, I am. That's exactly right. Okay, I'm going to mute myself now. So Jeff can talk. Uh, so where we. Uh, a, a brief synopsis of last session. Uh, our heroes uh, return into the United States uh, uh, via a long uh, plane route around the coast of South America, eventually winding up in Bahamas and then in Miami. Uh, at that point, um, Rudy, I, I always want to say Roddy, uh, Rudy um, ended up uh, getting uh, delayed and then taking a detour. Uh, to Cleveland, where he has his residence. Uh, the rest of the group uh, continued on to New York, had a brief uh, debriefing um, with uh, Quentin Shapiro uh, at the Meadham uh, building, which is the headquarters for Gadusia. Um, and then being, or we're told, informed that uh, in probably in a couple of days, you'll be sent on another mission. Uh, so we will have to, we'll have the briefing for that, and hopefully uh, the first part of it. Uh, so we may get on to uh, Rudy, uh, since you want to do a few things with the items that the group had left with you at mm -hmm. over in Cleveland. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not sure what I should roll for that. I mean, uh, I'm kind of doing a diagnostic, right? I want to check for any mechanical components or if there's any way I can test some of the material and just kind of run it through, you know, run them through the ringer, the staff, especially, and the, the um, flame gun. Okay. <clears throat> the, um, what do I roll? We have, uh, we have, I think, mechanical electrical, don't you believe? Uh, yeah, I can start there. I have electrical, I have a mechanical repair. I also have that as a talent, the, what weird, uh, Weird science. Yeah, weird science. That will, right? that will help you because uh, if you didn't have that, you 
you probably wouldn't be able to make much sense of anything. Uh, oh, that's, but I can't, not, I, that's not that's not like you know human tech. <clears throat> yeah, okay, but I can't roll that as a straight roll because I don't I don't see that as a. There's no, no weird scientist allows you to deal with weird yeah. science. It's not necessarily a skill in itself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I will try with uh, the elect the electric repair. Twenty eight. I got that, and I can try mechanical repair. I guess to 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 analyze it. Sixty two. I got it by one. <laughs> I, I thought I failed. Uh, yeah. Sixty two out of sixty three. So okay. I got that. Um, how about occult lorics? I can look for any markings or anything else and kind of cross-reference it with my own books for the manuscripts and the scrolls. Uh, that's just, just the scrolls. That's just one oh, scrolls. Yep. Okay. 28 out of 71. So I used all those and I did it well. Yay. Okay. Um, so you, you passed your mechanical repair. Is that correct? I I passed electric and mechanical repair. Okay. Bolts, uh, knowledge. Okay. Um, well, the robes um, and the scrolls are fairly typical. I mean, there's nothing, doesn't seem to be anything other than the fact they're both theme, theme uh, uh, quite old, you know, but they, there's nothing much there for you to, to work with. It seems very much just a typical uh, cl cut clothing and then some sure. uh, some old, old parchment. Um the uh, flame pistol, as you're you're calling it, uh, is is a uh, again. It's harder for you to um, work with. I guess it's not it's not mechanical in any fashion. In fact, it seems to be made from some sort of uh, animal hide, and there are some uh, fairly sharp uh, white spines or perhaps claws or fangs is hard to tell um at the tip of it um it doesn't seem to have any other abilities that a a whip would have other than you know it has these spike tips at the, at the, at the end of it um <clears throat> the scepter uh is uh appears to be made from gold uh, there is, uh, uh, it's a, in the form of a large serpent or a viper that's coiled up the length of it. Um, and at, in the mouth of it, uh, or ahead of it points upwards in the mouth, in the mouth of it, uh, is a large gemstone. Um, maybe a pearl, although it's large, is almost the size of your fist. And it's the entire height of it or length of it is about a meter. Um, and as you examine it, you don't seem to know, you don't, like, you don't, uh, discover any hidden switches or, uh, mechanical, uh, effects to it. It just seems to be a, a scepter, uh, although quite ornate. Um, the flame pistol, um, you're unable to determine, uh, that's, it's power source or, or, um, even how it generates the pistol. Um, you can tell that it does discharge the fire or the flame shot from the mouth of the scepter head on there. Uh, but in terms of how this works, it's beyond you uh, at the moment. It's just, it's, it's, you, you've never seen anything packed as much, uh, energy into such a small device. Okay. 
Well, we'd figured out before kind of that it seems to draw, you know, whoever's wearing it is the power source. Like it's drawing the energy from the person. Yeah, but exactly how that is, how that works is. Right. There's is no chemical we, combustion. It's just fire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but you you do you you do gather that the the body of it is uh, even though it, it seems to be metal, um, mm. you know when you put it on it does you know uh, tighten up a bit. It, it does seem to be able to flex and alter its shape um, when you are putting it on, and whenever you're about to take it off, it seems to know it can re, re, uh, relax itself. But again, like you don't know many metals, if any, that can um, do that sort of uh, flexibility um, without, you know, increasing the temperature. Okay. Okay. Well, then after my diagnostics are done, I suppose I can I can pack everything up and uh, and and bring it to New York to the Caduceus Foundation. Yep. Is that where I'm supposed to meet everybody? Okay. Yep. And you said I think that we've been there before. Um, if you are from New York, you, you've definitely yeah. have seen, uh, the building before, uh, you may not know you've seen it, but, uh, you have seen it's on the east side of Manhattan overlooks, uh, I can't remember the name of the river that's over there. Um, but it's a large building. It's, uh, about 18 floors, I believe. Um, and it's actually one of the tallest buildings, uh, here at, the, at this time. Great. I'll load everything up and try and meet up with the rest of the uh, or travel with the rest of the party. Okay. Um, you can you you arrive in New York, no problem. Uh, once you get there uh, and uh, contact Caduceus, uh, one of the first things you're told is that you need to have a debriefing with uh, Quentin Shapiro, um, during which he questions you about the events. Sorry. We're all going to be in the room for that. Sure. Um, he questions a group of you. Uh, well, we kind of did this a little bit um, before um, about the events in Bolivia. Uh, specifically, he's curious as to uh, what items uh, you may have recovered, and specifically if you had uh, found the <clears throat> mummy that you were informed you need to recover. Uh, so um, you can tell him what you wish. Uh, which you know, what was the outcome, what items you may or may not have discovered, and whether or not you came across the mummy. Well, I think I should probably speak since I kind of, my, I just exude gross incompetence. So. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't remember what I said last time we did this because of reasons that better not go into once more, but uh, I feel like well, may I tell you what? We almost got to your mummy, but then, uh, hell, we found out how many sticks of dynamite with too many sticks. <laughs> two. Two sticks is too many. And unfortunately, we blew that room and everything in it all to hell. Lost everything. I am so sorry. But we did save the people at the camp, and we know that's important. Big See? goofy grin. I'm not going to yes. say this out loud. This is out of character. But last game, I don't think we said there was any reason that we would have dynamited the mummy. Uh, we, I think, I think our take was that it was already dead when we reached it, or something. Not that it got up <laughs> and tried funny. to kill us. But uh, <laughs> I can't remember. If y'all want to recall what I said, that was just me just trying to remember. <laughs> cool. I remember we took a bunch of etchings of the uh, of the images and a, or a bunch of photos and a bunch of etchings of the strange markings around the tombs and stuff. So I mean, we can 
pass all that over, like turn that in, like, hey, this is what we did find. You know what I mean? Copies of all that stuff. Um, it's like just, the, the, it seemed like we were completely inept. So like Rudy's photos, the scrolls, and I, yeah, I do remember, I think you took some rubbings of some of the uh, carvings as well. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Okay. Um, so you, you hand that over? Well, the copy all that stuff, yeah. Are you, is everybody okay with that? We hand copies of everything. I don't think we're going to hand yeah. the originals over. Yeah. No, no, all copies, not the real. The real shit's back at the back at my my lab. Um, I'm not sure if you can make copies of little scrolls. No, not those, obviously, but the the etchings and the photos. Okay. The, the, the rubbings, I mean, and the photos. Okay, so you can make duplicates of the photographs and and the rubbings. Um, but the so you do hand over the scrolls. Uh, um, no, the scrolls and all that stuff are still down in the car. I don't think I'd even bring those up until I knew that that's what the rest of the party wanted to do. Since we have photos of them anyway that we're keeping back just in case something weird happens. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, have, has, uh, has Quentin Shapiro showed this guy the, uh, the level two dossier or whatever it is? I was going to get to that. <laughs> okay. Well, if he doesn't immediately mention it before the briefing starts, I'm going to mention that, uh, because it's pretty relevant. Um, well, uh, he's 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 inquiring about the. You don't know about that yet. Uh, he is asking about uh, these uh, these items first. So, oh, I'm going to I'm going to you know butt in the way of him. I'm not going to let him talk to uh, okay, to Rudy. Before uh, I do, I'm just going to mention. Yeah, they knew the whole time. Uh, they've got this thing called the level two dossier, which I guess was too good for uh any of us. And uh, basically, it just says they know about these snake people. They know everything from the scrolls, and they've just been uh, keeping that back uh, to let us get killed. Anyway, so there's uh, no reason to give them our copies of the scrolls. Like we might be able to find well, more information out then. Supposedly, we'll get paid for it. I'm not sure about that part. Yeah, you're getting paid. That's part of your uh, uh, income. Yeah, get paid by a knife moment. in the back. Yeah, yeah pay by blood. Uh, Quentin kind of frowns at you, uh, Roddy. Um, uh, you know, oh, I was uh, already frowning at him. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, um, he's, his keeping that back almost got us killed. <laughs> uh, well, only uh, authorized individuals are supposed to even reveal the existence of those uh, dossiers. Um, but uh, he, he hands the, a, a uh, document over to you, uh, Rudy. Um, it's a uh, pretty large font. It's easy to read. Uh, I'll say it takes you about two hours to go through. Um, he explains this is tier two orientation for Caduceus, uh, given how your group was thrown into the mix over in Bolivia. Uh, he feels you guys are, um, adequate or are, are capable of knowing a bit more of Caduceus, it, Caduceus purpose. Um, in brief, the, uh, uh, text outlines that, uh, Caduceus, um, has, been able to learn about the serpent people race. Um, according to their research, they are native to Earth, uh, but they are a very old race. Uh, they have had empires that have uh, faded into history. Um, they have been on uh, civilized uh, uh, society long before humanity even has had, had existed. Um, several thousands of years ago, there was a uh, religious schism that occurred that split the race kind of into two or at least two factions, uh, maybe not two species per se, but two factions. Um, one side uh, 
worships apparently worships an entity that is being referred to as Yig. Um, who there's a footnote that says uh, this may potentially be the progenitor of their race. The other uh, faction worships an entity known as Sathogua, uh, who um, the, another footnote indicates that this is some sort of uh, monstrous entity that apparently uh, revels in vile acts. Um, and this later faction uh, refers themselves as the Inner Knight. And let me take care of this real quick. So can I ask this? I forgot his name. Um, can I ask this guy if there's more information I can say uh, about these entities specifically? The, to that, oh, I'm not uh, done. Oh, I'm not bad. done yet. And so Caduceus has, has found out uh, through their, their experience and research that worshippers are the worshippers of Yig uh, appear to be content to hide from humanity uh, by remaining deep below uh, the ground in subterranean cities. Um, seems that they under, they or they, their fear is that even though they do have um, vastly superior technology, which you kind of know firsthand, uh, that they are grossly undernumbered to, uh, to do a, a direct fight with humanity and that uh, it would probably mean annihilation for their faction, at least their race. So they're more than happy to just simply not interact as, as best they can. They just want to remain in secret and, and do their own thing. Um, conversely, the other group uh, known as the Inner Knight um, is uh, apparently working towards a plan uh, that would mean disaster for humanity. Uh, the, the details of this plan are not yet known, uh, but it, that is something that uh, Caduceus is attempting to find out exactly what is the plan and uh, uh, hopefully be able to, if not stop it, at least to keep delaying it until there's uh, uh, something else can be done about it. Um, and apparently this, this internet faction is, uh, uh, in contrast to the um, other faction in that they are spread across the globe pretty pretty widely so they're not just remaining in a few few isolated locations they're apparently out and about quite prolifically throughout the globe um similar their research suggested it may not be be much time left before they execute their plan um i don't recall if you guys took the time um the other three the other three what's your nicole language like right now Okay. <clears throat> Mine's at a solid two. Okay. I'm far superior with a three. Okay. <laughs> nope, that, 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 that answers my question. There's uh, um, some of the information in this, in this orientation pack are actually written in the call, and there are some translation notes supplied. Um, just based on that, you know that there's a lot more. Like, you could probably learn a lot more on the call from essentially having translations next to them uh, than what you could or have been able to learn yourself. Uh, So if there is a chance for you to um, potentially study these, you could learn a bit more. Yes, please. Um, However, uh, Rudy, you gain a plus five to your Cthulhu mythos from reading this document. 
Okay. And that's plus the three I, I got at the beginning? Correct. But, and you also uh, lose a D4 sanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. You weren't really using it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's, that's a real bitey. You get just enough back that you can lose this without really going backwards much further. <laughs> yeah. I'm down to 77. Okay. Um, oops. All right, great. And at that point, can I have asked, is there more material uh, that we can research specifically about the Tathagwa and Yig? Uh, not at this time. Uh, we, uh, oh, they're full of shit. They're hiding it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's actually, uh, if he says that out loud, I actually uh, tell him, yeah, that's actually what I uh, was really wa- uh, waiting for uh, you to find out is uh, I think there's definitely a, a, a layer three dossier. And I think they're definitely not telling us something. And I was hoping you could find out from him what it is. Yeah. I want to try using my hypnosis well. casually, casual art hypnosis thing, you know, tapping the, tapping the table, having a conversation, get him real interested in sharing more information. If you can bring us more information. Or you could also just use your, your own psychology to tell if he's lying. Cause that's, yeah, like, well, you are also a lie detector. Right. I mean, I'll do that next, but I want to see if I can kind of, uh, convince him to share more. That might be more persuade too. Um, persuade. Do I have that? Uh, I would much rather use hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> persuade his base i mean i'd much rather have him just thinking i'm his buddy than than actually like trying to charm the guy you know is that a, is that a reasonable um if i mean if you're if you're trying to change his mind and convince him of something else it, it would be a, a a persuade no i'm trying to hypnotize um, him like charm. Plant a um, yeah i'm trying to hypnotize sure. him plant yeah but then yeah if you're trying to do something like that yes it would be hypnosis then well, that's great because I failed the roll, but still, <laughs> now we know. <laughs> um, Matt, and then, Matt, and then, psychology, Jeff, right? I just gotta psychology ask here, uh, Jeff. I gotta ask: Snake people in this system are they more vulnerable to hypnosis than regular people? <laughs> Don't as know. We know. Snakes that's, can be hypnotized. Well, and apparently, you can be, just yeah. Yeah, yeah do that with music. We, yeah, we actually well, have no, to shove them. It's not the music. It's the carbon dioxide. They don't hear the music. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well. No. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, but that's that's how. But yeah, mammals <laughs> can be hypnotized. Any mammal can be hypnotized. So you can do things to reptiles too, but it's different. I mean, that's out of game knowledge. That's that's personal. That's true. Just that's how the world works. That's not that's a like call hypnotize Cthulhu thing. Hypnotize bees with a smoke gun. Apparently, it's not. Yes. Act- yeah. Act- <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you you dope them up. It's a well. bit different. Um, so you failed your hypnosis. You said psychology, I, I think. I tried that and I did get that to see like if he's bullshitting us or if I can tell what his motivation is. Um, you don't think he's bullshitting you? Um, I, you get more of an idea that um, essentially just corporate organization structure. Like you, you he just he's he's not going to tell you. It's right, on a need okay. for no basis. So how about this? If we ask him directly, does it seem like the ones we encountered in Bolivia are are they the followers of Yig or the Tathagua? Um, those that you encountered over in Bolivia, he yeah. uh, basically uh, those, those are most certainly the inner night. Um, the uh, we, we believe that they learned uh, 
about the temple um, short before we did, or at least suspected it um, short before we did. And um, we weren't certain if they were in the area or not, uh, but they were there for the same thing. I'm going to uh, I'm going to roll my psychology against that to see if that was a lie. Sure. And I get an odd three. Ah, uh, no, he's being quite truthful. Oh, okay, well, that's good. So, which faction is that? Then is that Gig or I got confused with uh, Sathagua. Sathagua, okay. Yeah, because I know one of them stays underground and builds ta- temples and and cities, and the other one was more active. But I just, then yep. I got confused which was which. So the so. inner knight are ones that worship. Uh, Safagua, Goa. Got it. Okay. Actually, I'll type it in here real quick. And uh, so, yes, he says that, um, uh, you know, uh, it's has it's related somehow to their plan. Uh, we we are not certain as yes. to as to how, um, but they were there for. Uh, we suspect the same reasons and. Uh, uh, for a reason, or obviously decided to confront you um, in an attempt to eliminate you, Ohio. So, so what's uh, Caduceus's opinion our, our next step should be? I'm assuming I missed a bunch of this already. Nope, this, this is actually about where we left off a little bit. So oh. I was <laughs> See, trying to get everyone right up to the same page. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I'm like I'm like pushing and trying to catch up. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to monopolize. I'm just it, trying to. No, it's okay. I was, I was drunk last time, but I would yeah. like to think while you all were having all these meaningful conversations, Sorry, like Eustace has just been staring out the window, just yeah, like I, I, just like totally disengaged. Poor Eustace a drink. Let's just you know relive last week since <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> His player was drunk last game. My character is actually drunk in game. Like, that was actually the thing we made him attack. <laughs> Fun good times. Boys, Al, look like ants from up here. <laughs> just kind of just looking at the window. And I'm just kind of, like, practicing my tap dancing skills with my knives in my shoes. Nice. Do they make the clicking no- noise now? Ex- they sure do. Yes. That's like the sound you hear before I stab you. <laughs> Nice. Right. You got like, to say that in game to somebody randomly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the tap dancing, the tap dancing sound of your demise. Yeah, so. that's the that's the name of the move, actually. So right. as Eustace pulls himself away from the winder, I will call it a winder because that's what we would call it—a winder. <laughs> we had ER to stuff a lot, like backer, nanner, but that's you know, let's not worry about semantics right now. Uh, so we know about snake people. What happens now? Well, uh, given how your group was, uh, uh, like a better words, thrown into the deep end in Bolivia, um, I feel that, um, uh, that obviously a little higher clearance here with uh, the Tier 2. Uh, there's also been a, um, a bit more, how should I say, um, I guess expense towards preparations for your next mission uh, can be a, uh, allowed as well. Um, uh, what we're, what, what I, I actually shall be joining you on this uh, next trip, or we'll be heading into North Borneo. And he hands you a little uh, packet. Um, and there is a map. I uh, threw that into the handouts uh, for North Borneo. Um, 
he goes on to say that um that there appears to be a um a a disease outbreak of some sort in North Borneo. Uh there is the North Borneo Charter Company uh that has contacted Caduceus for assistance. Um they uh they believe what's going on is a outbreak of infectious hepatitis. Uh, at least that's what the uh, charter company believes. Um, however, they reported it's unusual in the fact that it seems to be acting at a uh, accelerated rate. Uh, normally, those uh, infected um, do not to start to display symptoms for anywhere from two to six weeks after infection. Um, symptoms can maybe only last eight weeks or so. Uh, occasionally, or uh, you know, uh, uh, can result in death. However, uh, this outbreak, um, subjects are dying or uh, victims are dying within two days after displaying symptoms. So, it's it appears to be perhaps a new strain of hepatitis uh, that's just simply um, killing uh, several uh, locals uh, very quickly. Um, at least that is what a charter company believes. Um, from our information we've gathered, we believe that this outbreak could actually be a uh, disease created by the serpent people uh, that they refer to as yellow death. Uh, it seems to be uh, some form of a biological weapon that they use to depopulate uh, uh, human habitation areas. So we have reasons. Uh, this this gives us reason to believe that the internet is actually involved. Uh, so what we shall be doing is entering into the quarantine site uh, to determine whether or not this is indeed yellow death or just simply um, hepatitis, and then also determine whether or not there is a presence of the inner night and, and to determine what they are doing and to stop them. Hepatitis it is. And so I shall be joining you as a scientific advisor. Uh, I have We have some technology that can help us identify uh, 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 quickly identify the the disease. Um, My pappy always said, uh, always said the uh, arthritis is worse than arthritis boys, but I don't think he's ever met this arthritis uh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> In real life, my grandfather has said that to me. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess he's got there's gingivitis. <laughs> Now listen, I got I got mitochondria. I'm kind of scared of getting diseases and stuff like that. So like uh, mitochondria, mitochondria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like what kind of like safety things are we gonna get so we don't get this stuff? Good question. Uh, we'll have a uh, some safety equipment available. Or, or oh, well, DDT, great. Let's yes, bathe in it. <laughs> um, we'll have appropriate. Uh, uh, protection equipment there. Um, however, I still recommend um, that you uh, limit have limited contact with uh, locals, uh, particularly those, he kind of raises his eyebrow, particularly those who are obviously infected. Um, but, How is the uh, yellow death spread? Um, it is spread through contact, he says. What, what kind of? Uh, physical contact. Okay, so I do have to touch them. Yes, uh, um, our understanding is that it's not uh, contagious through um, inhalation or through the air. Uh, it does require physical contact, but given um, 
how quickly this uh, becomes lethal. And after symptoms appear, it's it's not difficult for uh, someone to get it from someone else and not know there is an infection until it's, you know, very, very much too late. This is a real dumb question, but uh, are our characters aware of germ theory? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, then, uh, yeah. Does this uh, does this stuff live in like a body of water? Um, we, if it is indeed yellow death, it would have to have been purposely introduced into the region. It's not something that you would, um, normally encounter. Uh, if it's yellow, if it's uh, hepatitis, um, I believe that's, uh, can be, uh, um, either ingestion or, uh, exchange of body fluids, I believe. I don't think you can catch hepatitis off a lake. I'm asking, can you catch the yellow death off a lake? Um, he says, I, I'm not certain of that. Well, um, okay. Normally, uh, my uh, my research suggests that it's probably probably not, but it also depends if this is uh, um, a new strain that uh, they've that the internet has recently uh, come up with. We should uh, consider importing uh, drinking water or drinking wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not joking. We should literally bring barrels for us to oh. instead of <laughs> yeah. instead of the. Well, well, yeah. We could and die. Maybe jumpsuits, you know. jumpsuits, gloves, boots, that whole thing. You know, uh, it's not a bad idea. Gear. I we got. I got to hook up some boys down there in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Gonna hook us up some of their finest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really talking about nuclear weapons, but like. <laughs> That's no, not a bad idea. Also, I don't think that's invented yet, but it, it would. Uh, we should nuke the site from orbit. <laughs> no, this is uh, thirty-three. There's definitely no nukes. Yeah, I'm avant-garde. Uh, okay, we should sop with camel the site from from uh, an altitude. It's the only way he's sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, our, our team will have two days to. To prepare, and then we'll depart for uh, North Borneo. It would take uh, some time for us to arrive. There, probably at least a week, if not more. Uh, so we, it'll be a long trip. But um, I would suggest if you uh, know specifically what you want to bring with you or request, uh, please do so. Uh, I can see to it that, uh, barring uh, armored vehicles, <laughs> kind of jokes, um, we can probably get most things. Yeah, armored vehicle. I kind of want an armored vehicle now that you said it like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Would have been helpful last time. Yeah. Damn lizard dogs. Yeah. I think dynamite. (laughs) But all right. Well, well, uh, I guess we can do the shopping list in a a little bit here. I'm glad Dee's thinking about the uh, barrels of. Oh, barrels of dynamite. I was, I was running stuff together. Barrels of dynamite, D. Put that down. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> barrels of di- Yes. Um, I think the fl- uh, the uh, the uh, flare guns actually came in pretty insanely handy, too. To be oh, able yeah. to shoot them off down oh, ahead of us. Now, Bornea. What continent is that on, real quick? Um, uh, the packet, you can tell that it's... Uh, um, Near Malaysia, I believe, for the Philippines, actually. Okay. Uh, it's not called North Borneo anymore. Um, uh, let me see if I can remember. Um, 
it's now East Malaysia. So I think we should get those uh, those pith hats, right? The explorer hats with oh, the mosquito idea. mosquito netting and all that. Keep people from coughing our faces and blowing us yeah. blowing kisses and oh. trying to touch us. For some reason, I thought you meant a pickle hab, but yeah, no, you're right. Pith hats make sense too. Well, what did you think it was? Uh, the German hat with a spike on top. Oh, no, you're right. It's the explorer <laughs> let's, let's hat. Let's mix them. <laughs> let's mix yeah. them. Put a spike on top for pit hats. Yeah. Screw you, snake people, and just start headbutting people. <laughs> oh God. Um, how about uh... anti venom? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, well, DDT would be what we would probably try to rub on ourselves. I mean, <laughs> wait, DDT? That then they used to put DDT on everything. Oh yeah. Seriously? Oh my gosh. Ah, I thought they just put. I thought that was just airborne. They just they sprayed no, they it on the put crops. it in your. They sprinkled in your bed, like to get what? rid of bed bugs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's beautiful. A little a little salt, a little pepper, a little DDT, and and eat a sandwich. <laughs> Is it actually bad for <laughs> people or just bad for? Kids. No, it's bad for people. It, well, kids are people too, damn it. <laughs> I know, but like, they're not born yet. <laughs> well, no, it's bad for everybody. It's bad for animals. It's bad for, for people. Uh, ah. I thought it like, caused uh, like lung, lung. It was lung issues, some kind of lung issues. Oh, okay. I thought it caused birth defects. It does, that too, in pregnant women. But it's like beyond that, if you're just exposed to it, it fucks you up. Or I'm confusing Agent Orange, because Agent Orange does a lot of similar kind of shit. Oh, yeah, I don't do a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, our government's great. We've had some some wonderful plans, <laughs> population control. <clears throat> so, no walkie talkies. Oh, well, we didn't, I didn't expect that. I was expecting yeah. the backpack radio. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. a couple of those. Well, uh, I'm almost tempted to say that you, we should steal from like the Trail Cthulhu book of uh, study and just go okay here's your preparedness points you can roll and think that you have enough sense to order that beforehand <laughs> they nice. kind of abstract all that of course this isn't that game um i think firepower wise we were good i, I can't think of much more i don't have the weapons list in front of me yeah, well, have- <laughs> go ahead uh no i was gonna say my handgun here probably with a chopped right there Huh? We heard my hand, and then you just oh, chopped. Oh, okay. The handgun was all right, but I would be much happier if I had like submachine guns or, or some form of SMGs. Oh, yeah. uh, we just, also just have the flame it. pistol, which is like probably going to be That's better true. than anything else you get. Yeah, That's we're, true. we're at the smoke since we told the other guy there wasn't any of that. But uh, oh yeah. yeah, we can't show it to him now, can we? Because he's coming no. with us, jerk. No. <laughs> oh yeah, rope. Yeah, didn't we forget Rope's that a good last idea. time? Sure. Uh, yeah, Rope's good. Pet- uh, pitons. Yep. Pitons! Oh, we yeah. got so much use out of those. Yep. The flares were very useful. Um, yeah, the flares were Oh, they were extremely kind of useful, of... dropping them in that hole. Yep. Yeah. I can't, honestly, I know I know we've been gifted a golden goose here, but I can't think of anything other than like <clears throat> story things that would pretty much, um, I can't think of any necessary equipment I need. Oh, I well, can I can I give them a fictitious equipment list so I can start building some new weird science device <laughs> in routes? <laughs> you know, I need a, yeah, random what resistors and uh, cyclotrons and whatever nineteen twenties jargon for electronics. <laughs> You're gonna need all the Nixie tubes. Yes. I don't know if those have been invented yet, but <laughs> no, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh yeah, mesh bag. It's good. 
All the rope. I want all the rope. Grappling hooks, light heavy chain, all of it. <laughs> Leather sacks. Oh. oh yeah, the sacks came in handy too. Yeah, for heads. Yeah, exactly. We never had enough enough sacks for heads. <laughs> you know. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going on a souvenir tour. Like, I want things to bring back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking with the SMGs oh, nice. too, because it's a really good way to mow down a large area of jungle if shit's in the way. You know, um, that way it's not so much about like precision hit, but at least clearing the field a little bit. And you did put dynamite, right? Because I know that was that was a big one. Yes, I was, was joking handy. about the dynamite keg. Uh, yeah, funny, but but I'm thinking yeah, that no like an actual, an yeah, actual box of it. Yeah. Um, how about grenades? Can we actually carry grenades? Oh, have those been invented yet? Yeah, there's grenades. Uh, Neat. Yeah, World War One style, uh, yeah. which oh, which uh, aren't 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 uh, super safe. Well, I mean. Safer than sticks of grenade of uh, dynamite. <laughs> well, I mean that they're they're prone to uh, being duds and and not always working the way you you they they occur yeah. expected. Damn it! Okay. Um, I mean they're 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 there. You can definitely get like a uh, if you needed a, a great of a crate of uh, World War One era or style uh, grenades. Probably a better idea than than dynamites. I, and honestly, I also want to throw this out to you folks right now is that uh, while we're just going through a shopping list, I, I'm probably just going to edit all this out because I could just, unless you all think it's important to the game. So we, we'll summarize if we have at the end, but if we're kind of just kind of thinking this through right now, I just. Probably... I think edit, edit would be great. Okay. Sounds good. Uh I'm just looking for my Pulp Cthulhu book so I could look and see what kind of weapons we have or stuff we have in it. I know I got a Pulp. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty easy to uh, uh, easy to get machetes there. Machete, machete. I got that damn movie in my head. Every time someone says machete, <laughs> I just like, like not, not just a regular machete, but like the romantic machete, that ooh, machete. Like, it's like, <laughs> That's what it's supposed to invoke, is romance. This isn't a horror game. This is just a rom-com gone wrong. I mean, we've already got one player that's ditching us to date other people. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. (laughs) Is encouraged. Oh, wounded me. That cuts deeper than your your boot switchblades. Oh, you don't even know that yet. (laughs) I haven't seen Machete, but I applaud any attempt for uh, Danny Trejo to get money. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. Danny Trejo. Yes, daughter approved. Daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching. Ble- no, we're watching Ryan's toy review right now. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, trying to find where the weapons page is. Look here. Oh, it's like two fifty-seven ish. Two fifty-six. Um, you are right on the money. Flamethrower. Um, yes, please. You, uh, the only thing right now I think I would need uh, some kind of a roll for might be a flamethrower. Oh, I'll, I'll roll. I probably fail, but I'll try it. Just whoever has the highest uh, persuade. <laughs> I have a 10. <laughs> I have a 20. Okay. What uh, is my brawl at? Yeah. Fighting. 
brawl. No, okay, I don't need nunchucks with those <laughs> tits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is there anything that the group can think of that I could be building that would be useful that they may not have a standard equipment, like from the weird science category stuff? A flamethrower yeah. that like shoots eldritch power. <laughs> like the one I carry? Yeah, that's what I was working on. <laughs> figured out. Oh, you mean yeah. this? <laughs> oh, you mean yeah, this? Exactly. One of these. Oh, sanity yeah, loss immediate. Like it's like a super effective Pokemon attack. Can I just <laughs> all my well, You just see that bar go down. <laughs> if we super smuggled a uh, bunch of severed hybrid human heads ac- across the line, yes, I think a machine that could tell us if hey, does this person have serpent DNA would be pretty handy. Yeah, a DNA scanner. You know, because they're all practicing eugenics over there, so we kind of need to know. Of course, to calibrate the scanner, we're going to need to use it on all of us because we're we know we're clean. Um, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, who else can we trust? Does Have not to step into first. detector ray. <laughs> 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 scratches, scratches, sweater itchily. <laughs> oh, so I've been told by a source that while. It still itches. I haven't had any noticeable changes to my uh, <coughs> affliction. Well, that's good. What did I miss? <laughs> she, she, she's <laughs> Anything to make Jeff laugh that way. <laughs> uh, she got shot by the snake laser gun in the door. Mm-hmm. And it kind of... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a little scaly. Are you? Or are there like... Is it physical? Um, like we can see shit growing out of your skin? Oh, or I mean, I've been wearing a turtleneck suspiciously in this heat. Oh for my gosh! Like three days. It's fine. If we, if we accept that he, if we accept that herpy is the uh, is the Latin root for snake, then we could oh say gosh. herpes. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the code word nice. for it. Yeah, eldritch, I mean, eldritch arcane herpes. Nice. Yeah, we're going to South America. They know what herpes is. The oldest fine. definition thereof. Herpetology. Herpes. Oh man, herpetology herpes. <laughs> herpetology could just be a good name for the campaign itself. Yes, herpes tology. <laughs> the infection spreads. That's what it's called. We're all gonna be snakes by the end of this. Yeah, that's the goal. All right, so this is weird. Um, I tell you what, I would like to have a. Uh, I would like to have a shotgun. As well, like I had like one I confiscated. So with a, um, uh, see, twenty gauge uh, or sixteen gauge double barrel. What? Twelve? Go with the twelve gauge. What are you sixteen gauge? It bird, I bird hunting. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just instinctively angry whenever people pick gauges that are not twelve. I Twelve earnings a ten or I something. Was at, I was looking at double barrel. Like the only reason I was thinking of that is I. Oh well, there's a double barrel shotgun. Never mind. Yeah, double barrel twelve gauge, and it actually reflects. So Slayer yeah, will tell you there's a double barrel twelve gauge. I will get this double barrel twelve gauge if that is okay. <laughs> you need to keep this in yes. now, just to just right. to drink a shot every time double barrel twelve gauge is. I, so- <laughs> the audience certainly should. Yes, that's a, that's a game to die to. I I just don't want to like show up with a cowboy hat made of guns to Borneo. So I'm just gonna <laughs> kind of limit myself to my two rifles. Well, the twelve gauge itself just makes sense because it's such a common such a common shell type. Yeah, 
It is. I agree. I don't know why they even put it there. I just didn't look for 2B below that. <laughs> so, is anybody going to roll on that flamethrower? Or should I give it a shot? Well, I, I, I guess, I mean, uh, uh, come up with a reason why you think you need it. For foliage, Skaters. of course. Skaters. Yeah, then, the then whoever is making the roll gets a bonus die on the. I have a persuade of 20. Do, I think Adam, you're the you highest. Have um, I have 60. I think Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam's a talk. Right, I got you. Okay. And All a right. bonus die? Yep. Nice. Can I can I build something that's more of a, a flame pistol of its own? <laughs> no. I mean, in, a, in addition, sure. Well, because back in the day, you'd have to wear, like, it was full body gear to carry one of those old flame Oh, yeah. They yeah. You had like a twenty-gallon yeah. tank on your back. Yeah, yeah. And you had I mean, you're control. talking like this is a problem. Oh, it, well, does, when you know, you, it well. does when you does when you when you become a target. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You'll you also be a can't target. see anything. You can't see anything yeah. through the hood. You know, it's like yep. it's like wearing a, a a welding mask all the time. Oh. And you're literally covered in in asbestos. So you're why not, am like, I still in. not dissuaded? Like, all right. Right. So, well, because you're a snake. Well, so you can. All right. So now you got it. If, if I can roll it with mechanical repair, build, or whatever, with 21, um, can I manufacture something that would be equivalent to like a, a more portable version of a flamethrower for it? Uh, you could definitely um, make a, I mean, a, a smaller one. Yeah, You're not going to achieve anything and... like that, that flame pistol that you have. Well, but you no, can definitely yeah. make like a, you know, something that maybe holds like you know, a gallon of fuel versus 20. And you know, it could potentially somebody could potentially carry it with one hand. I kind of um, still want to know what Eustace's role. Oh, I wrote a twenty-eight. Okay, so that's a it success. Does. Yeah, yep. so I got an L six. Now listen here, man. It's a hard success. And there's gonna be these big old puddles, and you know, them sagging the puddles. I got old them skeeters lay eggs, and that's how I. Them I, I that's, that's how that's how that gingivitis spreads amongst some people. Gingivitis. <laughs> when you eat them. <laughs> I just recommend that we get this here just for bugs and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've looked at somebody before and said, "Hell, I'd like to set them on fire." We wait for the Lord to do that the day of judgment. That I mean, I'm going for off. the whole scorched earth theory, basically. <laughs> literally so, scorched earth. Yes, literally. So, if if this is acceptable, my 28, which would have been a what kind of success would it? Have been? I mean, that's a hard success. So I'd say that that's comes with full tank. <laughs> well, you know. This is, I don't mean to interrupt you because you, you just scored, but um, <laughs> uh, you could just do what I'm doing and just get a shotgun with incendiary shells. Yeah, I probably more effective, yeah. Oh, um, I, got the rolls range, to, but... I got the rolls to have built you a gun if you want it. Yeah. I mean, build what you want. I'll probably take it. <laughs> yeah, no, happily. And I, I, yeah, weird science, my happy ass in a, a flame <laughs> pistol. <laughs> Even if it's not as snazzy as the weird snaky one we found, hey, I was inspired. So there you go. So what's the damage on that, Jeff? Um, let me. Lots. Oodles. So you guys. So what are we calling the... it? Just like a fire gun. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm looking yeah. for. <clears throat> let me go check. Can what I, can is I make, flame can I make an ice one too? I want to make no, an what? ice gun. An ice gun. I want to make a matching set. No. Come on! He said no. 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 Didn't even didn't even hesitate. It was a nice. Clip. Oh, we 
we've ruined we've, we've spent all our goodwill hey, it's, hey it's i did some i did some reading and some research on this stuff apparently if i'm basically mimicking a spell i can create an effect that, that so what's the name of your flamey shooty gun i don't call it what you want uh, hey, bitch! That's what I'm gonna yeah. call it. Yeah. No, no. So I, I prefer, every time I, I whip it out, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, bitch!" I, I prefer hot bitch. No, it's hey, bitch, no? because it's it's a direct. Women have speaking roles in this movie. Like it's True. it's yeah, it's it's gonna be. Hey, Cam, what was your role for making the flame gun? The little uh, thing. I got I got twenty two, and then I got uh like. Uh, I don't know. I rolled it. I rolled on both things. I rolled under uh, um, electrical and mechanical because I didn't know what would apply. And okay. I got them both, but I don't remember the second roll. You you roll 22? It again? No, 22 yeah. is fine. Uh, what what your critical. scores, though, for. That's critical? Oh, yeah. What's your score? Oh, no, it's no, no, yeah. Uh, what's your score for electrical and mechanical? Uh, electrical is 35 and mechanical is 63. Okay. Thought we were still playing Delta Green. <laughs> right, it, I actually changed the name. I've wanted to play that. I've never had a chance to. I Let's think Adam that. officially quit. Yeah, I yeah, quit there for a while, but I can always come back. But... Yeah, I'm curious about it. Just the whole idea of like X Files esque, and we run in there purposely, knowing we're getting our brains scrambled. That sounds great. I like the idea of it, but I'm angry at it. You know which one I'm really interested in? Well, I downloaded a bunch of that Octune Cthulhu stuff, and uh, that's pretty crazy. I think we'll get there eventually. Yeah. 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 It's we just, if we play this game for long enough, eventually we'll get to World War II. <laughs> yeah. Eventually <laughs> we'll overlap. It's a, th- it's a thing I say, though. It never happens. Uh, yeah. Call of Cthulhu never actually gets that far. It's like, ah, oh, come on, man. I'm waiting. So the little flame gun. Um, little flame gun. <laughs> yep. It's Hey uh, Bitch. Don't forget. No, I actually renamed it, but please oh. continue. I want to know the stats. I'll say it does a D4. Plus burn. Burn is basically uh, the target has to roll luck to avoid being uh, caught in flames. Ooh. Has a range of 10 yards. Nice. And has uh, five round, or basically enough fuel for five uh, uh, well, five combat rounds you could hold it for. So if you want to just like hold I trigger. Could, just... I could hold trigger for five rounds? Yes, and then it'll be exhausted or you can do five bursts. Oh my God, Bernie Sanders! Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, so how, but... could I could I have made more than one of these? Like, does that side um, on? It's a flamey pistol. It seems mm, like fire is just really handy. Yeah. yeah uh, what's my role for this? Not this time, no. Because I have yeah, a I have a rifle, shotgun stat. I have firearms, handgun. It's a pistol. Firearms, SMG. Is it a pistol? Yeah. Because a handgun, I have eighty in handgun. Yeah, it's a pistol. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's it's shaped like one, right? Special. Pistol. No, it's uh, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't fire projectiles. It's uh, it'd be a new skill. Okay. Um, just put down firearms. Uh, firearms. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, fi- firearms. Firearms. Or fire gun. <laughs> and then, what would my stat be in there? Um, I think twenty would be okay. All right, I have to master it. I see. Think because yes. I think firearms start at twenty five, or pistol handguns are twenty five. I think. Yeah, I got those at eighty, but I'll do twenty for firearms, fire gun, and then um, its its given name is one hundred percent that bitch. Nice. Yeah. Flame and uh, 
Shapiro does a, get approval for a flamethrower to be added to the equipment roster. Oh, a what? So yes. A flamethrower, oh, like, like an actual flamethrower. Yes. Um, there's also mm-hmm. a crate of hand grenades. But they suck. Nice. I thought we couldn't use those. No, you, you certainly can. I mean, they're not... Oh. Um, they're not a... Uh, they're just, I mean, they're not, not as good as the World War II era hand grenades, um, but they they work. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe, just, uh, not as good as you hope. Yeah. So Would I be just, able to make a second pair of the uh, weird goggles that I got, too? Um, I'm, I'm no. Yeah. Shop? I'll say the flame gun is enough. Damn it. So just to <laughs> clarify, the I can hold it for five rounds and then it'll be completely... Um, yeah, it's out of, it'd be out of or, fuel. Or I can do one shot five times. Five times, yes. Okay. Basically, okay. it's five rounds, but you do have the option of uh, Got it. holding the trigger down for any, for any length of time up to five. Got it. How about, how about a backup cartridge or, or jar or whatever? Yeah, it just uses kerosene, so that should be pretty easy to uh, get a hold oh, of and, and, yeah. and use. Can we get a couple extra canisters of kerosene in our equipment then? Yeah, there's kerosene. Yeah, I have that Most of what you guys were putting on your list it would be fairly standard. Uh, the only real exception is the flamethrower, flame but uh, the argument that it is be—I mean, it's legitimate too, being used for against uh, foliage because you are going to jungle. Is, I mean, uh, I was trying to make a legitimate argument. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's that's. I mean, it's not unreasonable. Yep. Is, I mean, is there anything? Is there anything else I can work on? Because apparently I'm like the tinker. Anything else I can work on for the rest of the group? Anything anybody else needs? Like, I know you have some, uh, uh, Rowdy, you have some um, uh, incendiary explosive rounds or whatever, but is there anything else that... Well, actually there is. This is more for an actual gunsmith. Uh, Not that you're not one, but I think this is a thing that already exists. Is just a a silencer uh, for my 10-gauge. Wild. For a shotgun? I'm not... uh, 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 cross-reference No Country for Old Men (laughs) the documentary the documentary (laughs) Uh, Ot 7 if I gotta make one they they do exist Uh, they're just uh, they have issues with them Um, yeah specifically uh, the rifling on the um, silencer tends to spin the shot cup for whatever reason so you end up with a donut effect which uh, (laughs) added range but these are game shotguns, so they only work at close range anyway. I don't know. Okay. But, okay yeah, you, thanks. You could, uh, you could, you could yeah. get one. If you um, make some for me, it's a lot faster and cheaper. Um, well, you can always thanks. just get one, too. Or be, oh, yeah. be have one added to the inventory. Well, I'll take well, seven for nothing. That's uh, critical. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about a, a, a rifle scope that's all snazzy with like x-ray spec in it? Can I do that? I, I can't use it, but he, maybe someone else could. Waiting for DM approval on that idea. I'm sorry. The, the X-ray uh, spec. Yeah, in a in a in a um, scope. Uh, not at this time. Damn! This, how much time do we have before we have to leave? Well, in this era, like you just have two, you just have two days before you get on the plane. Oh, oh two days. In this era, people were shitting themselves over the idea of a night vision scope. Sure. And in fact. That is a thing people still have issues with, but I could be, I'm going to yell at that later. We're limited time. Um, so everything that you guys are putting on your list, you can get, um, including the flamethrower. Um, 
So on the day that you guys are leaving, you notice, uh, you know, getting the plane uh, loaded, there is um, uh, Shapiro's overseeing the loading of a particularly large piece of equipment that's in a crate, or at least at least a large crate. Um, there's also, uh, in the, again, everything you requested. Uh, there's a crate of grenades. There's a, a crate that has some other uh, firearms in there. You can have yours stored in there if you wish to uh, while, while, while on flight. Um, keg of gravy. Yeah, keg of gravy, sausage. <laughs> <I was joking. laughs> oh, or yeah, it's, it's a good idea. Actual a jerky is a good idea, I suppose. And biscuits. <laughs> well, do those, do those save? I mean, the hardtack kind. Oh, yeah. But you pour enough gravy on them, they'll soften. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a fuck yeah montage where it's like, it's all these like hardcore Rambo weapons. And then it's like the food cart of like, just like a person wheeling a food cart with sausage gravy and biscuits. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe some orange juice carafes. So um, they're part of New York. Um, It's. It takes, like I said, about a week or so to uh, travel uh, across the Atlantic, or actually across the Pacific, I believe, and then down the coast of Asia and eventually um, into uh, uh, Borneo. Um, you are probably sitting, uh, you know, you get sleep or watching uh, the scenery. That's fine. Um, you are about... Uh, uh, you're informed by the pilots, uh, pilots, that you are just a few minutes away from landing, um, and that you'll be landing at a uh, military command um, airstrip there. And uh, everyone, give me a spot hidden, actually. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. Am I marking if I fail or miss? I can't remember. If you succeed, you want to check it. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I got my spot hidden. I made that with a regular. I missed it I by failed. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get so a bonus die to it, though. Oh, uh, Rudy, Rudy, or Roddy oh, does. Okay. I think, don't you? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. I have a those things special traits in the thing. Yeah, I forgot that existed. <laughs> special yeah. thing with the stuff and the whatnot. Yeah, you're right. Because there's oh. the talent section. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I do make that. Okay, uh, so I think I heard uh, Eustace and Roddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you are informed that uh, landing will be um, uh, short or shortly, um, everyone's looking outside and you can see rising up to the uh, left side of the plane is a pretty enormous mountain uh, that you uh, are, are you've been informed is uh, Mount Kinabala. Balu, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, dominates the landscape in this area. It's uh, um, it's uh, one of the pilots has informed me as you're coming in for landing that it's uh, just short of thirteen thousand five hundred feet and height, and uh, you can see that um, the scene the uh, the uh, jungle around it changes as it um, as you go up in height. So down by the base, it's very tropical, but as you uh, reach higher and higher, it becomes a bit more temperate, and eventually there is a, a point where uh, no plants grow because it's such a high altitude. There's not enough oxygen for uh, plants to grow. And so you see a 
a bare area and then it's uh next to snow snowfall occasionally yeah, that's a thing uh, i forgot to ask as far as an oxygen tank not that that, well, that would be time, only but... if you're dependent on on ascending the mountain probably if you're... oh okay <laughs> that's not it's not born that's not where we're going no this is uh oh, it's, in, it's in the area uh but i mean you y- you weren't expecting to have to scale a mountain um you know, nice who knows um, but those of you who passed your um, spot hidden, uh, as you're looking over the landscape, um, you notice that uh, there are some um, birds flying up here as well. And uh, so you, you're looking at them, and um, about the time you're you're deciding if these are uh, just like eagles or you know larger or you know eagle-sized birds are close, you're kind of coming to the understanding these things are uh, actually quite large and we're are now approaching and becoming, you know, the, the from your field of view become, becoming quite larger. And uh, notice that they're, they're definitely not birds. In fact, uh, uh, you can see that they have a very long uh, tail behind mm-hmm. them. Um, and there's another pair of limbs that you would think would be arms, but are definitely, you know, not definitely not birds. Wait, they have arms. What? Oh, they've got uh, arms. and st- They've got arms in addition to their wings. Yes. Arms and not legs. No, they have legs as well. All right, all right. But I'm saying, I'm saying that they have legs as well, but these are distinct from their legs. Yes. It's right, not just so- a quad leg with arms. Yes. With, with wings. So is it possible to run up to the cabin and just go, hey, boys, y'all may want to plug yours. And then I can, like, <laughs> shoot at one of them with a thirty out 6 Um. Yeah, well, they're they're coming in pretty quick. You can definitely, well, you have, there's the windows aren't open, so you have to pop open a window and, or a door <clears> and attempt to shoot out that way. What kind of plane is this? It's a small uh, cargo plane, um, maybe comparable, you know, if you Indiana Jones, uh, oh. where it just just some enough just enough room in back for a cargo and like six or eight people plus the pilots. Right. So we right. so we could open the back and fire out. We need to not that I've seen anything, so I don't know. Uh, probably not as some of the gear is stored over there. Um, there really isn't a good way to. And you could probably open a, one of the side doors up towards where behind the pilots where you would have gotten in. Uh, but opening the back door where the call cargo camp came in probably wouldn't work well. Well, somebody should. Uh, I'm looking at a window. Saw a butt stroke a window. Okay. Um, um, do I need to roll with the butt stroke? Uh, you you two actually give me a Cthulhu Mythos check too. Okay. I will make that. Oh, it's I have that at odd eight, and I make sixty something. Uh, I wrote a 23. I don't think I have. No, I just have an 8. So yep. I, I failed it. Okay. Um, as you uh, uh, break out the window and stick your gun out, I'm um, assuming using the 12 gauge? Yes. Uh, well, it depends on how close they are. I mean, um, they're closing in. They're uh, like another round. They'll be uh, at the plane. Uh, so you know what? I'm going to use the 12 gauge. I can give it both barrels. Okay. I let this do the talking. To, to quote um, from uh, whatever pot people, permission I see her. So, can I take this action just to line up the shot? 
Sure. Okay, because I, I, I want to hit him with the full grunt. <clears throat> or do you want me to just go ahead and roll combat when he gets there? Um, see, uh, let me see how far he would be, actually, because he's... Let me check this movie real quick. Oh. You might as well just say it out loud because we can uh, hear you typing. Nope, it's a mystery. Okay. <laughs> All this silence is actually the muted sounds of the gun going off with the 12 gauge <laughs> shots, just like. <laughs> We're going to add deafened. sound effects later. <laughs> yeah, we're, all, we're all deafened by it now. It's just a ringing noise. Yeah, it's like you hear like a ringing noise and then like all that you hear coming back into this into the sound is like percussive type. <laughs> oh, God. The information here I want. I need uh, two seconds. Oh, you're fine. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you can definitely shoot one of them before any of them get to the plane. Just go ahead. All right. All right. Gun, don't fail me now. I'm using 52. I rolled a 21. So that is a hard success, but not extreme. And uh, I do. Was it, was it being within the range of 10 feet or 20 feet, Jeff? I'll be 20 feet. So I, I miss it. I think I do 2d6. Let me double check my damage. Jeff has this page number memorized. All right, so it looks like I'm doing 2d6. So it'd be 2, 7, but I'm doing both barrels. <laughs> 7, 10, 12. 12 damage. 12 nice. damage? Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, give me a sanity check too. Okay. Yeah. Now I've shot a shot, I've shot double barrels before, and I've never had to do a sanity check. I assume I assume I should be making this also. Ninety-two. Yeah. I think. If you I see think. these, uh, okay. what's my? I make it. Fourteen. I missed my sanity by one point. Uh, D six. If you missed, I'm not allowed to burn a lock for that, am I? No. All right. That's what I was thinking. Two. So I go down there. Okay. Got it. So I did 12 damage. And you lose what's your roll for sanity loss? I, uh, I lost two. Okay, not a big deal. Um, you're, you're lining up your shot, and uh, Rudy, you're, or not Rudy, or Roddy, uh, you're looking out the plane as well as these things are coming in quick. And you're realizing these are uh, very humanoid in appearance. They actually have like a head, although there's horns on them. Uh, mm. It has very uh, humanoid limbs, um, although the legs are a lot longer. They have a, a long tail behind them. Um, very, like, uh, especially Eustace might have this impression as said that he's very much look like the devil in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, what really kind of freaks out is the fact that they have no face. There's no oh. eyes. There's no mouth. There's no nose. It's just a featureless uh, area of flesh. Um, the one that you shoot though, you, you get a, a a good clear (laughs) shot on it and it immediately, uh, veers off and, um, rises and disappears up in the sky. So you don't see that one anymore. Uh, the other ones, however, 
uh, collide with the plane. Um, I'm just going to yell into the cabin. Uh, well, the bad news is they look like people, and the good news is they don't have fangs. <laughs> uh, one of them. Selective framing of it. One of them uh, 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 kind of smashes his way through um, one of the windows in the back and actually um, uh, lands into the arrow of the equipment. Uh, and a bunch of the uh, cases and boxes actually get dislodged and uh, shifted around. Um, two of them, um, you can see, uh, move forward and... Uh, managed to smash through the cockpit, and uh, you can hear the pilot and co-pilot screaming as uh, uh, they're ripped out of the plane and disappear off into the air with these things carrying them. Well, that was fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so let me write this down real quick. And then the other two, um, you can hear them connect with the upper hall and uh what surprises you is that through the hall of the plane uh these black barbed tips suddenly pierce through and um the, the hall and almost are acting like uh uh i guess like a, a hook huh okay well this is very bad is this where we want to leave it uh, we could definitely, if that's what. You... Well, I was hoping we at least, you know, crash into the ground first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, uh, I'll let that be up to you since you're the one who, uh, uh has to be somewhere. I've got a couple more minutes. I'm going to, I'm going to push it. I'm already dressed. So I just got to get I'm out just the afraid door. This might, I'm just afraid this might take more than a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you guys. Uh, 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes. I personally like the idea of hovering in the air in suspense and freeze frame because I may have to make a saving (laughs) throw to make sure that all my, like, kerosene tanks don't explode when we crash into the ground in a fiery ball of plane. So, (laughs) yeah, so, like, if we could just leave it, like, cut scene, like, midair, terror on faces for those of us that have faces. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we are intrepid adventurers. Make it to the ground safely. Yes. Live in a fireball of doom. Yeah. I'm operating on acne rules where it's like if you don't look down, because I'm unaware. I failed my spot <laughs> hidden. So, like, yeah. I don't see the birds or the plane plummeting to the ground. So, if I just keep thinking yeah. up, we can stay in the air. <laughs> Looney Tunes. Yeah, well, physics. I would, you would be aware of uh, these things impacting the hall and oh, definitely okay, I'm aware us. now. All right. Yeah, well, so you just weren't aware just, of. Uh, of uh, the approaching. Yeah. yeah. You know okay. something's going on. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I'm instantly aware that I have a giant, like, flamethrower tank <laughs> in the cargo hold of this plane. So, yeah. Liability. <laughs> I did not put insurance on that. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I prefer. Okay. Well, it seems like a good one. Uh, Jeff, thanks for running. Appreciate it. I like the suspense yeah. and uh, look forward to our next run in here. We shall see if uh, the group survives the uh, un- the attack by the devils. <laughs> I actually know what these are, but I wasn't going to say. Yeah, I I mean, wouldn't it be hilarious if you tuned in for the next episode and three minutes in, it's over. 
<laughs> Come back next time to find out if that's the case. If you notice that this, uh, the megabytes on this download is like one. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is this a three-minute episode? Is this, a, is this an error? Nope. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. It's going to be like 57 minutes of shit talking and three minutes of plot. Isn't that our normal format? Oh, sure. yeah. no. oh wait, you edit all that out. Never mind. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> well, uh, I guess with uh, no further ado, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, close this off. So thank you all for tuning in and join in next time to watch us die in record time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going out in a blaze of glory.